Hey everybody, I just wanted to give you a summary of the message this morning if you weren't able to join us at the park for worship. Um, this is the beginning of a new sermon series called Habits of Missional People, and uh, I think it's important that you get to hear it from the beginning with everybody. So I'm just going to give you a summary of uh, kind of the message the, this morning. The scriptures were two, um, one from John 20, 21, where Jesus is talking to his disciples and says, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And then the second lesson was from Mark chapter 2, verses 13 through uh, 16. Jesus went out beside the lake again. The whole crowd came to him, and, and he began to teach them. As he continued along, he saw Levi, Alphaeus' son, sitting at a kiosk for collecting taxes. Jesus said to him, follow me. Levi got up and followed him. Jesus sat down to eat at Levi's house. Many tax collectors and sinners were eating with Jesus and his disciples. Indeed, many of them had become his followers. When some of the legal experts from among the Pharisees saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why is he eating with sinners and tax collectors? The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So again, I'm just giving a, give a summary of the, the first message in our sermon series called Habits of Missional People. Um, so I asked the congregation this morning to raise their hand if they had ever seen or talked to a missionary before. And a lot of people raised their hand, and, that, and that's great. Um, I told them the story of growing up in the church, and on, the, on a bulletin board there was a, uh, a map of the world. And on the map were pens stuck in various countries, um, and each pen corresponded to a United Methodist missionary who was serving there. And then on the side of the bulletin board there was a picture, a little blurb about, about the missionary family there. Uh, and that's what I thought a missionary was, you know, a, a special person who, who went overseas to faraway lands to share the good news of Jesus. But the, the truth is, I really didn't need to look at that map to see where and who missionaries were. I could have just looked in the mirror, and I could have just looked at the person sitting next to me in worship. No one told me growing up that I was a missionary. I wonder what about you? Because here's what the Bible teaches. Here's the truth. All Christians are missionaries. All Christians. Our missionaries. If you call yourself a follower of Jesus, then you are by default a missionary. Our God is a missionary God. Right from the beginning, we see God's missionary heart on full display. After Adam and Eve choose to rebel against God's love and goodness, they, they do what? They run and they try to hide. They try to hide. What does God do in that moment? Genesis says that God went looking for them, calling out, where are you? Where are you? So right from the get-go, we see God's missionary heart and desire to come to where God's people are, to rescue us right from the start. Where are you? And that heartbeat continues in and through the call of Abraham and God's people Israel, right? God tells them there to be a light to the nations, that through this family, all the world will be blessed, that their mission is to, as that through them, all the world will come to know the God of the universe. Uh, then, then God sent Jesus, his only son, as a missionary to take on human flesh and form to live within the culture, right? To become one of us. Emmanuel means one of uh, a God with us. Um, so, so God sent Jesus as a missionary to live within the culture, to rescue all that had gone wrong, to save, to redeem, to, um, to save. And Jesus worked and Jesus ate and Jesus taught and healed and interacted among the people among the people in such a way that those around him would be able to see exactly and experience exactly what God is like. 
So Jesus is a missionary. And then there's the sending of the Spirit and the sending of the church, right? Jesus tells his followers, as we just read, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Um, then he commands us in the end of Matthew's gospel, right, to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them everything uh, to obey everything I've commanded you. And God backs this up by, by sending the Holy Spirit at Pentecost uh, to empower us as the church and as God's people to live as everyday missionaries doing what Jesus commanded us to do. So if we're people created in the image of God, which we are, if we're people created in the image of God and our God is a missionary God, then at the very core of our identity, we are missionaries too. Think about uh, someone's baptism. When Jesus was baptized in the river by, by John, it was like the beginning of his ministry, almost like his commissioning, right? And that's what happens at someone's baptism. You know, we say we're incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and we're initiated into Christ's holy church and um, that uh, we're giving you birth through water and the spirit. But th And that's all true and beautiful and wonderful, but there's something else that happens. It's dramatic in baptism and that's, we're, we're commissioned. Baptism is commissioning. We're commissioned to be a part of of God's mission in the world. When we're baptized, we become on mission with God. The word co-mission means mission with. We become on mission with God. So just think about that for a second. I mean, at, at that identity sealing moment of our baptism, when, when God smiles upon us, claims us as his children, says, you are my precious child whom I love. There's also this sense of God saying, now you get to, not you have to, you get, you get to be a missionary. How amazing is that, right? Um, we're all sent ones, called to sent, live sent lives. We're God's ambassadors, God's missionaries across the road, in the neighborhood, in the office, in the park, in the city. There is no other kind of disciple than a missionary um, and a missionary one. So the call to come and follow is also the call to go and be sent. We're missionaries. You're the missionary in your neighborhood. So just imagine then that you're fully funded, you and your, you and your family and some friends, you're fully funded to go to another country overseas. Uh, where you usually think of missionaries serving, right? To go overseas um, to begin a church, to see people come to faith in Jesus. If you were to do that, what would be the things you would start to think about doing, like the habits to, to develop, right? What would your life consist of? How would you be and live with the people that you were serving there? You might say, well, we would start by getting to know the language and, and the culture, right? Uh, get to know the local people, you know, eat where they eat, shop where they shop, maybe wear what they wear, adopt some of their customs. You may go to the same places over and over again to get to know shop and restaurant owners, figure out ways to, to be a blessing to the community there and allow them to bless you. You'd probably be praying a whole lot, uh, paying attention, um, you know, doing the things you would do to start to build relationships and friendships over time. Um, that, that would be a pretty good start, I would think. Um, do we do that here? Do we do that here is the question. Do we, do we cultivate missionary habits here? Well, the things that we would do, if imagining ourselves overseas, why, why don't we do those things here? Um, one pastor, I, I love this, he says that um, as missionaries, we should be living highly questionable lives. Highly questionable lives. In other words, we should, live, we should be living in such a way, we should be cultivating habits that evoke curiosity from people, um, where our lives uh, evoke that. Like, that's interesting. I'm, I'm curious about that. I want to learn more about this way of life. Our, our missionary lives should beckon questions from friends when, uh, where opportunities for faith sharing then can happen. As the early church grew, hundreds upon hundreds of ordinary Christians, uh, ordinary believers were infiltrating every part of society and living the kind of questionable lives that evoked curiosity from others about 
the Christian message and about the Christian lifestyle, what it meant to follow Jesus. And so over the next four Sundays, as I share with folks at the park, uh, we're going to be uh, engaged in a sermon series, uh, learning together four habits of missional people, uh, four habits coming out of our missionary identity that we should be practicing in order to be who God has made us to be. Uh, today uh, at the park, we began with the habit of, of eating together. Missional people are in the habit of eating meals with others. And Pastor Donald picked up the sermon and, and shared about how, you know, in our neighborhoods, we can look down the street and there, and there are lots of houses there. That means there's lots of people. And yet oftentimes we don't, we're just scratching the surface, right? In terms of knowing the people in our neighborhood, even by name, much less more deeply than that. And, and, and Donald went on to say that he knows exactly the neighbors that he knows best and that, that know him best uh, through the practice of eating meals together. Uh, they know one another and have supported one another through difficult times precisely because they broke the ice when they broke bread together. And that's the power of, of a shared meal. That's the power of eating and uh, eating meals together is that it does have that power to break down uh, barriers that can be between people. Um, they help us to embrace the awkward. They can be awkward. Um, but when you're breaking bread and everybody's eating, all of those walls tend to come down. Any kind of barriers that you can think of now in, in society, breaking bread together has this, this ability uh, and, and, and God's blessing to be able to overcome, um, you know, race, um, sexuality, political persuasion, socioeconomic. When we break bread together, those, those tend, to, tend to collapse. Uh, they tend to collapse in on themselves, and it really allows us to get to know one another and to, to develop relationships that we move from strangers to friends, so that it moves to, to friendship. And that's really what you see Jesus doing in his own ministry. So if, if Jesus was a missionary, and, and one of Jesus's uh, most important habits in his ministry, if you look throughout the Gospels, Jesus is eating with people all the time. He ate meals with his disciples. He ate meals with religious leaders. He ate meals with uh, sinners and tax collectors, those folks who were, would not have been, not been considered religious, who would have been on the outside looking in, wondering you know, where, their friends, where their friends were. Uh, in our scripture lesson, uh, Donald pointed out that Jesus was eating with precisely that group, with the tax collectors and the sinners. Uh, and yet Jesus was able, through meals, to have those people uh, who were tax collectors and sinners actually begin to follow him, all because of uh, breaking bread um, together. So I wonder what that would look like in our lives if we adopted the habit of eating meals with other people, um, eating meals intentionally every week. However, however we needed to, to, the habit to start. I mean, you begin a habit by beginning a habit uh, and it's imperfect, but I wonder just taking the time to eat a meal with, with someone else or another family um, and then, and then and doing that with your, with your neighbors. I wonder what God would do with that. Uh, that is a habit of a missional person in the way of Jesus, imitating Jesus, the fact that Jesus ate meals with people all of the time. He was accused of being um, a glutton and a drunkard. The, the, Jesus one time is, is frustrated because on the one hand, folks are complaining about John the Baptist because he fasted all the time. And then on the other hand, Jesus says the son of man came eating and drinking. And you say he's a glutton and a drunkard. So Jesus said that he came eating and drinking. It was a part of his identity to eat with other people because Jesus knew the power of, of breaking bread with others as a missionary habit to cultivate relationships with people to see what God would do with that. Um, because communion around a meal often leads to communion with God. Um, 
So that's kind of what we talked about this morning. Um, we are everyday, everybody is an everyday missionary. If you're a follower of Jesus, we're going to be talking about four habits of, of missionary people. Um, the first one we talked about today was sharing meals with others, uh, the power of eating together. And if we're, we're a missional people, we need to be doing that all the time to see what God does with that, to see how God works through us, to see how God works within us, and to see how God works in spite of us when we sit down with other people and we break bread together. Uh, so thanks. Um, hopefully you can watch this video and get an update of where we are. Um, um, this was the kind of the message in the park this morning. Next week we'll talk about um, the habit of prayer and paying attention. Following week, blessing others with no strings attached. And then the final sermon in the, in the Habits of Missional People will be sharing our faith stories. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Just wanted to give an update. Uh, you guys have a great day.